This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Welcome to Sunday Commentary, a weekly program designed to break open the Sunday Scripture readings. Join us as we listen to God's Word and seek to grow in our love and understanding for the good news in our lives. And now, Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman. The Liturgical Scripture Readings for the First Sunday of Advent A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. You, Lord, are our Father, our Redeemer. You are named forever. Why do you let us wander, O Lord, from your ways and harden our hearts so that we fear you not? Return for the sake of your servants, the tribes of your heritage. Oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down with the mountains quaking before you. While you wrought awesome deeds we could not hope for, such as they had not heard of from of old. No ear has ever heard, no eye has ever seen any God, but you doing such deeds for those who wait for him. Would that you might meet us doing right, that we were mindful of you in our ways. Behold, you are angry and we are sinful. All of us have become like unclean people. All of our good deeds are like polluted rags. We have all withered like leaves, and our guilt carries us away like the wind. There is none who calls upon your name, who rouses himself to cling to you. For you have hidden your face from us and have delivered us up to our guilt. Yet, O Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay and you are the potter. We are the work of your hands. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The responsorial psalm. Lord, make us turn to you. Let us see your face and we shall be saved. Lord, make us turn to you. Let us see your face, and we shall be saved. O shepherd of Israel, hearken. From the throne upon your cherubim, shine forth. Rouse your power and come to save us. Lord, make us turn to you. Let us see your face, and we shall be saved. Once again, O Lord of hosts, look down from heavens and see. Take care of this vine, and protect what your right hand has planted, the Son of Man whom you yourself made strong. Lord, make us turn to you. Let us see your face, and we shall be saved. May your help be with the man of your right hand, with the Son of Man whom you yourself made strong. Then we will no more withdraw from you. Give us new life, and we will call upon your name. Lord, make us turn to you. Let us see your face, and we shall be saved. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I give thanks to my God always on your account for the grace of God bestowed on you in Christ Jesus, that in Him you were enriched in every way, with all discourse and all knowledge, as the testimony to Christ was confirmed among you, so that you are not lacking in any spiritual gift as you wait for the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ. He will keep you firm to the end, 
irreproachable on the day of the Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful, and by him you were called to fellowship with his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, Be watchful, be alert. You do not know when the time will come. It is like a man traveling abroad. He leaves home and places his servants in charge, each with his own work, and orders the gatekeeper to be on the watch. Watch, therefore, you do not know when the Lord of the house is coming, whether in the evening, or at midnight, or at cockcrow, or in the morning. May he not come suddenly and find you sleeping. What I say to you, I say to all, watch. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, we are entering into a new liturgical season. This is year B. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And we're going to be hearing a lot from Mark's Gospels throughout year B. And of course, we are also kicking off the first Sunday of Advent. I can't believe it's that time of year already. And I was peeking ahead of the calendar and you know, it's going to be a really short Advent, just 26 days in total, if you count Christmas Eve as the last day of Advent. So there's no time to waste. Let's get Advent going strong. And Kevin, I know you've got some (laughs) Advent suggestions for us. (laughs) Advent is a beautiful liturgical season for us. And, um, you know, just a reminder, Advent is the period beginning with the Sunday nearest the Feast of St. Andrew the Apostle and embracing four Sundays. So you're right, it's a relatively short one this time. Um, And I want to encourage people to really think about, I'll call this a threefold coming of Christ when we celebrate Advent. We want to prepare ourselves worthily to celebrate the anniversary of the Lord's coming into the world as the incarnate God of love and how important that is. We want to make, therefore, make our souls fitting abodes for the Redeemer, coming in Holy Communion through grace, and then thereby make ourselves ready for his final coming as judge at death or at the end of the world. And so a beautiful idea with this Advent, that, that idea how with those three themes, how Christ was discovered in the quiet of the stable and how this is really a chance for us to quiet ourselves, a chance for us to say, We've got to change our priorities. There's a sign right on the side of our road. Change priorities ahead. Prepare the way of the Lord and how important that is. And and for those, um, I guess, raising families, maybe especially with small children, there's some traditions that I love in certain, uh, you know, when, when the kids were growing up. And think about times of making that Advent real to our children. Something like this, maybe an empty manger, how where you can have this empty manger in your house And then whenever your children do acts of service or sacrifice or kindness, in honor of Christ as a birthday present, they can put a little piece of straw in the manger. And then by December 24th, the straw is overflowing that manger. Uh, Of course, you have a Jesse tree that tells about Christ's ancestry through symbols and relates scripture to salvation history. Um, I love St. Nicholas Day, December 6th. Kids put out their shoes. That's always a great one to, again, say that, again, it's St. Nicholas and his, his, just his joy and his generosity. Uh, of course, we have on December 8th, we can celebrate a, a Mary candle on the Solemnity of the Immaculate Conception. So there's many things that we can do there. Of course, we also will have our wreath and candles. We will have three violet candles symbolizing penance. We'll have one symbolizing joy, which is the rose color candle. And a beautiful reminder, you know, the shape of the wreath is circular, symbolizes eternity, and the greenery symbolizes hope and renewal. 
Uh, the first candle, some people use this as, as reminders. First candle return, uh, recalls the patriarchs. The second candle recalls the prophets. The third candle recalls St. John the Baptist. And the final candle recalls Our Lady. And of course, on Christmas Eve, you can bring out and replace that Advent wreath with the white Christ candle. So some beautiful little traditions, again, that time to change our priorities, to celebrate a quietness in our lives and how important that is as we start our new liturgical year. Well, let's go into the uh, readings. We have a reading from the prophet Isaiah. And, and I was just going to give kind of a little bit of an overview as I saw this, because the Israelites seem to be blame God for their misfortunes, right? Why do you let us wander, O Lord, from your ways and harden our hearts, right? They're blaming him. <laughs> and, and I guess God would respond saying something like, children, I love you so much. I'm going to give you the freedom to choose between right and wrong because I love you so much. Um, and of course, with that freedom comes our ability to decide for him or against him. And when we decide against him, when we stray, I would say he wants us to feel the pain of that regret, the pain of that mistake. But I will say that that, that uh, recourse is medicinal and not punitive, right? So that's very important. And then finally, he wants us to continue to try and continue to work to get closer to him. He does not want us to embrace any complacency. And then finally, <laughs> once we recognize our sinfulness, then ultimately the end, the reading ends where we ultimately place our trust in God. They say, you know, you are our father. We are the clay. You are the potter and we are the work of your hand. So again, this conversion that you see from the beginning to the end of that reading and how beautiful that is. Yeah. And I want to go back to those words that you read. Um, Why do you let us wander, O Lord, from your ways and harden our hearts so that we fear you not? You know, and those words really set the tone for Advent. And we need to use this Advent season to discover some hidden hidden or missing piece in our lives that prevents us from either growing closer to God or from seeing what it is that he wants for our lives. You know, what is it that keeps us from discovering the abundance of grace that our Lord is just waiting to pour down upon us? So regardless of how close or distance we imagine ourselves to be in relationship with God, We should all take advantage of this time to go to confession. This is it. You know, you kick off your Advent season. Confession is a must. There is absolutely no better way to begin this Advent journey than by immersing ourselves in the sacramental graces of confession. And what a holy fount of forgiveness that that provides us, isn't it? Indeed. And how how personal our God is that we can go and experience that sacrament. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think, what we see also that closeness in St. Paul to the Corinthians in our second letter, what a beautiful personal greeting he gives. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, he begins this letter by giving thanks to God for the gifts of the grace that we, we received from the Holy Spirit. And he reminds his readers that the day of judgment will come. And he assures them that in the end, God will bless those who remain steadfast. And then St. Paul says, By him you were called to fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, pointing out that God initiated this fellowship. God initiated his relationship with us. And sometimes that part just gets overlooked. None of this would have been possible if God had not willed it to happen. Our ability to love him, our ability to love each other would not have been possible if that had not been God's will. No, that's very true. And and he ends here with that, as you wait for the revelation. You know, you talked about, Carla, in your comments there about how the day of judgment will come. 
Paul does a wonderful job reminding the Corinthians that we still live in expectation of the day when Jesus Christ will be revealed. Because some of them had thought they had already attained the fullness of Christ in the resurrection. And, and Paul was correcting them, saying, no, that is not true. He is still coming as, as that second coming. And please wait for him and be watchful and be alert. This is still a time of preparation. That's exactly right. And that really, that's the theme of Advent. That's the theme of our gospel today, where we see here, be watchful and be alert. And, and the gospel here, and again, we're in Mark uh, this, uh, this year. And he talks about these four watches in the night. And I just always kind of think it's kind of interesting to, to kind of think about these. The watch of evening is from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. The watch from midnight is 9 p.m. to 12 a.m. Cock crow is from midnight to 3 a.m. Why roosters get up that early, I don't know. <laughs> but, and then the final watch, the morning is from 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. And so we're diligent and watchful all through those sleeping hours, right? And that, again, I think is the focus of Advent watchfulness, alertfulness. We need to tune our Advent to hope and joy because the end of the darkest days is near. Christ is coming. We celebrate that, of course, in the Nativity. And yeah. that's I, I think that's a beautiful piece of Mark to start off our Advent season. There. I agree. I agree. And when Jesus told us, this, when he told his disciples to be alert, to be watchful, he was charging them with the responsibility to act as gatekeepers, to protect the church from those who would try to destroy her. He also tells them that when the master of the house goes away, he leaves his servants in charge, each with his own work to do and orders the gatekeepers to keep watch. So we all have a part to play in the story. It's not all up to the priests and the bishops. We each have work to do. And for most of us, the work that we're going to do as servants in the Lord's house won't be elaborate and it won't make the front page headlines, but it will be important because it will impact the way in which we work out our salvation for the good of the mystical body, the church. It could be little inconveniences that we experience. You know, we make these sacrifices for the good of others. And it could be just our regular daily ailments, you know, arthritis, this hurts, that hurts. And we turn this into a prayer of redemptive suffering and we unite this to the sufferings of Jesus. And it could be just increasing our tithing, which causes us a little bit of financial sacrifice. Jesus makes it clear that we don't know when he's going to return, but he has given us all we need to be prepared. And now it's up to each of us. When he returns, will he find us alert and watchful, or will he find us sleeping? Amen. Amen. You've been listening to Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman, produced at the studios of Modern Day Radio. For more information about this show, go to moderndayradio.com. That's M-A-T-E-R-D-E-I radio.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through MatraDayRadio.com or the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.